Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight on episode 15, season four of The Standoff with Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Eden Ritchie, um, we're judging by our picks. Um, there were a bunch of upsets, including a massive Tigers win. First of all, how was your weekend, and what did you think of the round? What picks? I didn't do any picks on the weekend. On the week, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just avoid that segment, eh? Um, yeah, weekend was good. Um, was scratching around trying to figure what to do with myself without a Warriors game. Um, it was it was a bit weird, but. The rest of the games were quite entertaining, I thought. How about you? Yeah, a bit the same. Um, I had to work in the weekend, which kind of helped. But, yeah, not having a Warriors game was a bit of a weird feeling. Um, but, yeah, some entertaining games. Um, and um, we'll talk about it later. But the show got cancelled about four times during um, the Dragons game. But um, they got a good win. Well done. But they got put to the bottom of the ladder, which brought the show back. So that's always yeah. good. Um, and yeah, while we're here live Wednesday at 8 p.m., you can also catch our show at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those places. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything you need to know on the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week, a review of round 12, and an update on our tips or lack thereof. Um, we'll then stop and ask some questions from you guys, as well as questions we've got for each other. We'll then preview round 13 and make our picks before ending the night with a quick recap of Super League. So remember to send us questions and comments throughout the show, and we'll do our best to answer them. But we may as well jump straight in, Richie. Yep. All right, first bit of news. Um, Sean Johnson came out, and um, it was announced that he rejected the Tigers' offer, um, citing that he had no desire to move his family back across the ditch. Uh, we kind of... No surprise, that's kind of what we were saying, but what was your take on the news? Yep, zero surprises. Uh, have been talking with people on Facebook back and forth about this until that was until that was made news that you know, I didn't think he was gonna pick up pick up his family and leave again after they've just settled back in. Um, yeah, and 
sure enough, that's that's the case. So now it's just waiting for a contract to land on his desk and him to put pen to paper. Yeah, and I know um, there was an uh, interview with Andrew Webster today where he said if Sean wants to play next year, there will be a spot for him. So um, it kind of puts all that, are they going to run out of room for another half story, which kind of segues into our next bit of news. But um, yeah, I like that he came out and like said no now instead of it dragging on and us talking about it every week on, is he going to be a Tiger? Is he going to the Bulldogs? Is he going somewhere? Um, we know that if he is going to be playing next year, it will be for the Warriors and no one else. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get to talk about him signing sometime soon. Um, but yeah, yeah, moving on to the next bit, Chanel Harris-Tavita. Um, he took a year off to find himself and now he's coming back to the club. Very happy. Um, I know your question later on relates to what he's going to do. But um, what's your take on it? Um yeah, I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy too. Uh, it was it caught me by surprise. Definitely wasn't something I was expecting, nor had I heard any uh, rumours of it. So a uh, pleasant surprise. Um, yeah, I think I'm just trying to figure out where Webby will want to use him. But um, for our depth, I'm, I'm, I'm happy anyway. I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm happy too. Um, the facetious part of me came out. It was like, oh, Roger and Chanel see the Warriors doing well and they want to come back. Uh, but no, very happy to see um, both of them coming back. And yeah, it's going to just be interesting to see how they fit all the jugs, jigsaw puzzles pieces together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's next year. Um, again, a bit like the Roger situation, we, we can like address it now, but we can't talk about it every week because it's months away and see um yeah Rue's here and he said um chanel depth utility signing surely it's kind of what i'm leaning towards but yeah i know richard's questions about that so i'm going to hold off yeah um, deep dive on the questions next bit of news um josh papali'i is retired from state of origin effective immediately wish he could have told us that before i picked him in my squad last week richie <laughs> i know um, <laughs> He he has said he's still going to make himself available for Samoa. So um, what's your take on um, Josh giving up? I know that's kind of made you a bit more confident being a dirty New South Wales supporter. Nah, not not necessarily. When I look at the Queensland side on paper, it still looks very, very strong. But I'm, I'm happy he's still making himself available for Samoa to continue the development of of. Um, Samoa, you know, making it to the World Cup final, so they'll they'll want to keep that ball rolling. Yeah, and Ruth said um, that he's a serial back flipper, so watch the space. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him decide to come back or not. Well, we'll see what happens, but congrats on a, a good state of origin career. Um, moving on, Jerome Luai, um, fa favorite of the show, Richie, but he's been charged with a Grade One contrary conduct with a referee and charge $1,800. Um, I was kind of having a mini argument with you and Paul before the show started, but what was your take on the uh, on the incident and the charge? Yeah, it was brutal, wasn't it? Um, the poor ref. I, I hope you'll be okay. Um, but on, yeah, in all seriousness, like kind of like what you were saying before the show, it was just kind of looked like he was touching him in passing. Um Paul's argument is that you can't touch a ref, and, and that's true as well. So, 
Um, yeah. Bloody yeah. union supporters, I tell you, they're so so finicky with these things. Well, there, there's, there's instances of it happening in the past and people missing games for it. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like this is a, a new thing. No, I've, I've, I've watched it now. Um, and, you're, yeah, there's there's not much in it. He's basically scored a try and he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk solidly in my direction. And I think he probably thinks it's one of the opposition rather than the referee because it's a different colour jersey. And he's like, I'm not going to give ground because I've just scored a try and I'm I'm more big big in myself. Yeah, problem is, yeah, you can't touch it. You can't. The ref clearly reacts, so the ref didn't like it. Um, so you've got to, you've got to look after the refs. Yeah, there are sensitive parts. Ref's just got to get out of the bloody way, Paul. You know <laughs> what is he doing in that situation? Yeah, yeah if you're in the way. It's okay. It was, it, was, it was the linesman, wasn't it? It was the assistant ref. Yeah. Um, and he was walking over to see the to see the main ref. Um, yeah, look, I, Lines, so, linesmen shouldn't be on the field. They should be on the sidelines where they deserve to be. You know, <laughs> he if you enter into the arena, you got to prepare to get hit. You know, look, if 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 the um, Richie's saying that look, the 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 the, um, the precedent for this is missing games, mm. um, and the fact that they've downgraded it from missing games to 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 cash shows you that it was much ado about nothing. Just remind us, the boys. Look, yeah, and it, origins on the doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, they don't they don't want the ref getting taken out during origin. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, it is what it is. Um I understand the rules are the rules. Um but yeah, I thought it was a bit of a joke, but we have seen other ones. There was one, I think it was in I don't know if it was, I think it might have been Union in Australia where some player just came out and Sonny Bill shouldered a ref in the back. Um, and that was brutal. And that was um, a club game, wasn't it? In Perth, I think. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was ugly. So, like things like that, I don't condone any of that. But yeah, if you're just trying to like politely get past a, a ref, I think there's a bit. It, there was that video in the NBA. I know I'm going off track here. Um, it was the WNBA where um, a ref was walking backwards and backed into a player and then ejected that player for touching him, um, even though it was him and. You know, do you want to get into that situation? Um, the refs, the refs are, you know, picked on enough by us. We don't want to keep picking on them anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll move on. Tyson Frizzell is off contract with the Knights, Richie. Um, Newcastle want to keep him, but the Tigers and Bulldogs are rumoured to be interested in picking him up. Um, what's your take? I feel like the Tigers are just really throwing throwing offers at anybody that's available at the moment. Um, they kind of scrambling um to grab talent um but yeah what's your take yeah the the bulldogs too you look at both teams been on a bit of a signing spree the past year and a bit um both are looking to get themselves off the out of bottom four territory and yeah i think the tigers forward packs already like already looks quite good to be fair i know the results like started off terribly at the start of this year but it looks like they're starting to turn around and I mean, the dog squad looks good on paper until they pick up a bunch of injuries like they have this year. So, um, yeah. Look, he's still, I think, what is he now? 30, Tyson? Is he in his early 30s I, or late 20s? I, I think so. I'm not, yeah, I'm not exactly sure of his exact age, but he still goes well. Um, obviously, selected for State of Origin, so still a rep 40 caliber player. And, whether he was able to stay with the Knights or 
head to the Tigers or Bulldogs, he's going to add value wherever he winds up. I feel like it. Um, Tigers, Bulldogs, Knights. It's kind of really picking out of the three Aguilar sisters, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's not very desirable. Um, Bulldogs probably have the most potential of improvement out of the three. I think the Knights have a bit um, a bit of work to do. Tigers are still a mess, um, but they're a mess on, on the up. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it depends on if he wants success or if he wants money, which – I feel it's what happens well, all He's not going to get any of those teams, is he? Let's be honest. Um, oh, yeah. This, this, this comes down, yeah, surely it's a money call or um, it's a personal call. I want to live in a certain part of Australia to me out of that one. But it's, it's, it's not a success call. <laughs> he's not going to get a premiership with any of those, is he? No. Well, yeah, you watch one of the uh, Bulldogs win a premiership next year and make us look like dicks. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm keen to see if Frizzell and Bateman would be a strong second-row pair. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but Rizal, Papali'i Bateman, as well. And Papali'i, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting and time will tell. Um, and then next bit of news before we go on to Origin, um, straight after this show tonight, we've got a show of Ruin Hammer um, talking about our top 10 iconic Warriors victories. Uh, we'll see. It's meant to start at 9.30 New Zealand time. We'll see if that actually happens depending on how much we waffle. But um, we'll do our best to be concise, as Richard's been reminding me all day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, should be a good show. So we'll we'll move straight on. Thanks, thanks, Paul. <laughs> uh, we'll move straight on. Um, State of Origin squads have been announced, Richie. Yeah. Um, we've got a, a nice little pretty picture put together. Um, I'll I'll read out the Maroons and you go with New South Wales, right? Um, we got um, Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobbo, Valentine Holmes, Hamaso Tabo, uh, Fado, the Hammer, um, Murray Tulangi, Cameron Munster, Dale Cherry Evans, Thomas Fledger, Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Tom Gilbert, David Feeder, Patrick Carrigan, Harry Grant, Big Tino, Ruben Cotter, Jai Arrow, Tom Dearden, and Christian Welch. That's light work, that team. Um, <laughs> here's, here's the mighty New South Wales Blues. James Tedesco, Brian Tor, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Travoyevich, Josh Adokar, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, Tavita Pangai Jr., Epicrota Sal, Payne Haas, Tyson Frizzell, Hudson Young, Isaiah Yo, Junior Polo, Cam Murray, Liam Martin, Nico Hines, Stephen Crichton, and Stefano uh, Ut- Utukamano. How good is that team? My team, mate. I don't know. <laughs> Are they even going to bother flying out to Adelaide with that team? Um, uh, any surprises for you? For me, I was just telling you earlier, Tavita Pangai Jr. caught me a bit uh, by surprise, and I think it could go one of two ways. He could iron out a few blokes and set the tone, or might be yeah. brain, snap, brain Snap City, and <laughs> put, it, there'll be egg on Freddie Fittler's face. It screams desperation by Freddie Fittler, um, as you'd expect. Um, not too many surprises for me. I mainly look at Queensland, being a Queensland supporter. Yeah. It's kind of the team, I think, really, the only thing you were wondering was, it was, was it going to be Reese Walsh or, or Ponga? I think yeah. they made the right call here, um, yeah. based on form. Ponga, as I said in our chat with Ruin Hammer during the week, Ponga can't even count to five. Mm. So, um, yeah, and um, Hammer's just mentioned Kate well. Kurt yeah. Capewell's the only player I thought was going to get picked. I kind of had him 
from Warriors' point of view, I hope he would. Yeah, I had him earmarked as one of those Broncos players that we wouldn't see this week against yeah. the Warriors. But yeah, should um, be a, should be a good clash. Gagai missing out was a bit of a surprise for me too. I, he's, I thought he might get picked on reputation alone. He hasn't been going too bad, but in the Origin arena, he always tends to go to another level. And the Hammers, yeah. awesome, but he's been playing fullback. So, but I'm sure he'll do well. Yeah, should be a great clash. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, and we get to talk about that when it actually happens um, in a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll move on to signings. Um, Jacob Arthur has signed with the Sea Eagles um, until the end of 2024 after getting an earlier release from the Eels. He he asked Daddy if he could go away. Sleeping and, um, was Yeah, interesting. Um, kind of feel like Arthur might be kind of behind um, Johns and Schuster. Um, at Manly. Um, but what's your take on Arthur moving to Manly? I think for him, it would be good to get away from... He, he always gets a lot of crap, I find, from, from Paris supporters, in particular, you know, being daddy's little boy kind of thing. Maybe they feel like he's not selected on merit, but kind of through family ties. So mm. uh, if, if he can go to Manly and... and be a depth signing there like you say they've got schuster and johns and cherry evans but you're only an injury or two away aren't you yeah um yeah it'd be interesting to see how it goes i think he's got talent so um and um jacko said that seabolt said arthur may be a second rower and see i would rather put schuster at second row myself but um i'm not a coach and uh but neither seabolt really um <laughs> so um, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, continuing with the Eels, though, the Eels have actually signed Joe Offahengawi until at least the end of this season. But um, the Tigers granted him an early release, despite the Tigers chairman actually saying on radio the same day um, that he was not released. And it was the same day, Richie, that the Eels named Offahengawi in their starting lineup. Yeah. So he's saying, no, we haven't. Um, we haven't released this guy and he's already, you know, named to play for his new club. So it kind of shows the shambles the Tigers organization is in, but um, good signing. I, I like Joe. I think he, he's a good player. And um, I think the Eels need some help in the middle. So um, well done. And it's kind of weird to jump off the ship after the the big performance they had. But mm. um, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, he definitely adds some, some depth to their big boys already with Campbell Gillard and Junior Polo. Whitmer Gregg's going really good. So, yep, yeah, it just adds a bit more there. So, yeah. Um, and the rumors are out that they're um, looking at extending Gregg as well, but there's been no official news on that. But um, he can come here if he wants. I don't, I don't see him leaving the Eels, but no. we'll keep the Eels going anyway because they have now officially announced the um, signing of Mitch Moses. I know we said it was a deal weeks ago, but they've actually said it's a deal now um, until the end of 2028. So um, a big a big gamble there um, with an off and on halfback. But um, well done. He, he, he really um, does well against um, those easy teams. Um, they just need him to play against the big ones now. Um, in our week, weekend preview, who did you pick for um, your player to stand up for the Eels against top of the table South Sydney? 
the the flat track bully. <laughs> Thought he only plays good against weak teams. Oh, the the Rabbitohs weren't good this week. Just gone. Yeah, sorry, 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 everyone. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Brad, Brad's player to watch. Yeah, and, uh, um, yeah. Ham, Ham has just made a, a comment saying, "Yeah, the Eels Ford pack this week doesn't have a single player from last year's grand final team." Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Show how much their their roster has moved around. Um, but last bit of news on signings as we move along at a quick pace. Um, Peter Hicku signed a three-year deal to join Hull KR in the Super League. Um, be a good signer. He'll kill it up there. He killed it up there last time he went up. So um, I'm sure you'll have a field day up there. What's your take on Hicku moving back to the Northern Hemisphere? Yeah, probably a good timing. He hasn't, hasn't reached the same heights this year. Obviously, the team's struggling. Um, yeah. But yeah, go, go over there, make a bit of coin, play at a lower level. Why not? the bakery back yeah. in business in, in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, exactly. So um, that was all the big signings, really. Um, we'll move on to injuries. Um, I'll, I'll just run all through them. Um, Brandon Smith from the Roosters going to be out for about seven weeks with a fractured thumb. Um, Alisi Katoa injured his shoulder. and his thumb. Thumb. Oh, thumb. Oh. Thumb. Thumb. <laughs> it's one of these. Um, Katoa from the Storm, he injured his shoulder, is going to be out for extended amount of time. They haven't really given us a deadline. Um, Ryan Madison may miss this week um, with a calf injury, but they reckon it's not that bad, so he should only miss one week. And then the Seagulls, um, the Trevojevic brothers that um, we don't expect to get injured, um, got injured. Um, Jake, <laughs> Jake's out for six weeks after tearing his calf, and his brother Ben um, is going to be out for a bit of time with a hamstring tear as well. Um, so what's your take on all those injuries? So some big names. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, up until the injury, Katoa was going really good on the weekend, I thought, too. Brandon yeah. Smith's been struggling for form, but uh, being out for seven weeks won't help his or the Roosters' case. Um, no. Yeah, Madison's a big one. It's just par for the course of this year. So many injuries. Yeah. So, Naughty Boy Corner. Um, after a couple of weeks of no bans, we've got some. So, um, Felice Kafusi from the Dolphins, he's got three matches for a grade two highlight, careless high tackle. Um, Victor Radley from the Roosters, got three matches for a grade one striking. Um, and then Elliot Whitehead from the Raiders got a two match ban. He had two separate charges that they kind of merged together to help angry him out. Man. It's an angry yeah. man. Gave him like a family pack of um, suspension. Yeah. So um, what's your take on those three? I think Radley kind of had it going. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he I don't know. Everything he, he, could. he pushes the self-destruct button on the field too many times. Eh? Um, I'm yeah. surprised he didn't actually get some minutes off the field during the game. Uh, yeah. I don't know what these officials look at half the time. I don't. Did you see it, Paul? The headbutt? No, I didn't. But if, if Brad says the guy had it coming, I'm surprised he's not I've been caught for the, and, and, uh, and have to face him jail time. I mean, he's yeah. actually had to knife the guy for Brad to say he had it coming. Well, it was it was a headbutt. Yeah, it, it was a he, it was a hefty was one a, too. It wasn't it wasn't it was just a lean in with your head. It was a it was a beautiful headbutt. Oh, oh, he had good form, um, but yeah, you're not allowed to do that these days, Richie. You know, I know. Not Gone like of the good days. Old days. Yeah, you could just headbutt everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're all valid. I think Kafusi, you know, just mistimed. 
I'm going to say. I'll defend him a little bit. He 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 had that timing down at the start of the season, and he's just yeah, he's lost it. No, yeah, I think head. he he was playing on emotion too. I think against yeah. his old mates, he was looking to hurt somebody, and he he got it a bit wrong there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was all the news. Um, we'll move into round twelve now. Um, starting with Thursday, the Panthers defeating the Broncos fifteen fourteen. If you want to give us your rundown, Richie. Yep. Uh, it was two tries to one. Sunia Taruva and Nathan Cleary were the tries for the Panthers. Only the one try for the Broncos to Selwyn Cobo. Not at their um, attacking best this week, but yeah, I'm okay with that. How do you find the game, Brad? Yeah, it um, wasn't a high-scoring affair, but I thought it was another strong display from the Panthers. Um, thought they were building pressure well. They just didn't nail every opportunity, um, but not really too much to complain about from them. What do you think of the Panthers? Yeah, awesome defence, obviously, to keep the Broncos to to four points. Uh, very controlled, particularly from Cleary, which helped them get the result. But, yeah, I, I felt like he really took the game by the scruff of the neck, looked to be running lots and looked good to me. Yeah, and your thoughts on the Broncos? Yeah, with all respect to Drop Men, I think maybe they were missing Adam, all that Adam Reynolds brings to the table. Um, yeah. But I thought they defended really well. Uh, they they themselves held the Panthers to only two tries, so defensively they were pretty good. So it wasn't a complete train smash for them. Yeah, I just had um, basically poor discipline and double-digit errors um, led the Broncos to um, really struggle. Um, they needed a big game out of some of these stars with Reynolds out, but it just wasn't the night. Um, definitely not one that you sit there and go, you're embarrassed about by any means, yeah. as you said, holding the Panthers only two. Um, yeah. Who was your player that stood out? Oh, I kind of already waffled about him. Cleary, I, I just thought he ticked all the boxes. Yeah, I had Cleary as well. Um, pretty solid game for him. Yeah, he got a full house. Try conversions, penalty goal, field goal. Yeah. He did it all, yeah. Uh, so next game, game that almost destroyed the show, Richie. Uh, Dragons defeating the Roosters 24-22. Yeah, you'd, you'd hate to have been a supporter of one of these two teams at, during that game. Um, it was four tries four tries each. Uh, yep. For the Dragons, Moses Suli, Ben Hunt, Jaden Sawyer, Matthew Fiengai. Four tries for the Roosters, Tedesco with two, Kerry with two. Uh, it was just goal-kicking the difference. Zach Lomax with three conversions and a penalty goal. Roosters had no penalty goal. Um, yeah, like I say, very dramatic, this one. You mean that that Lomax that got dropped because he can't kick For his goal-kicking, goal yeah. Right. yeah, pretty much. Wow. Shows what Crazy. Griff knew, eh? Shows what Griff yeah. knew. Um, but, yeah, strong start um, for the Dragons, um, but they look set to lose another close one, Um until some opportunity, uh, opportunistic attack got them the win at the end. Um, to their credit, it was a hard-fought win. Um, they just need to keep it up if they want to avoid that spoon. And it, yeah, hates me to commend them, but yeah, it, it, they show great heart. Um, your, your take on the Dragons? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I was I was loving it. I could picture Brad. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an incredible result for them who they finally won an arm wrestle. They've been in so many this year and, and lost all of them pretty much. So um, they won this one in the most dramatic fashion possible. I think the coaching change seemed to work in their favour. With I think I thought their team selection looked far better this week. People like Lomax coming back on board, being played on his 
preferred side. Um, they looked way better this week. Yeah, and your take on the Roosters, your uh, predicted premiers. Yeah, we, you didn't need to point that out, but it's yeah, worrying signs for them. A terrible first half. Um, Tedesco finally showed us some good form. He's He's been a bit quiet this year, but in the second half, he, he came to play and looked better in the second half. Um, but the team as a whole look look a team short on ideas. Hey, I know I picked them as premiers, but I'm enjoying this as much as anybody. <laughs> I'm loving yeah. seeing them fail. Yeah. Um, Roosters is just not at the level we all expected them to be. I didn't pick them as premiers, but I definitely didn't think they'd be a struggling team. Um, they did well to get back into the match, um, you know, basically not playing that first half. Um, but this is a match that they should never have struggled in. This should have been an easy two points for them. But they are not playing as a unit. Um, it's probably mm. as best as you can say it, and it's showing with the results. But uh, who was your player? Yeah, I put Zach Lomax, actually. Um, there's probably others that played better, but he, I thought he defensively was really solid, no misses. Uh, his goal-kicking won the game, and I think he just showed that he probably was a scapegoat and got dropped um, to send a message when he probably shouldn't have got dropped. Yeah, um, I was tempted to go with Lomax, but I kind of thought you would, so I went with Ben Hunt. Um, just Ben Hunt, I still think, is their head and shoulders above everyone else in that team in terms of talent, and he just does well. It was great to see him get a try. Um, and, yep. yeah, solid performance from, from Hunt, and it'll be interesting to see um, how they go if he decides to leave. Yeah. Um, but next game on Friday, we had the Eels defeating the Rabbitohs 36-16. Yep, and it was six tries to three for the Eels. Sean Russell, Bailey Simonson got two, Bryce Cartwright, Dylan Brown, and Will Pinasini. Three tries for the Rabbitohs, Alex Johnston grabbing two, and Campbell Graham grabbing the third. Yeah, um, Eels, still one of the hardest teams for us to pick. Uh, um, and it, they, they did look good here. Um, they showed spark with the ball in hand, um, made some good defensive reads. More efforts like this, and they'll climb up the ladder. Um, that's all I really have to say about them. But what did you take on the Eels? Yeah, the tippers, nightmares, they strike again. Um, this is what the Eels can be on their best days. Um, they need to find a way to produce this. More often than not now, after their poor start to the year. Yeah, your take on the Rabbits? I'm not 100% sure if, if complacency came into things after the, the hot streak they've been on. Um, or maybe it's just that they caught the Eels on the wrong day, and we know the Eels can do that. Um, but I think Souths will bounce back from this. I think they were just caught on the hot. Yeah, um, I kind of had that. I had poor discipline as well. Um, but I think a few players perhaps thinking ahead to origin, um, kind of going easy game here, we'll just coast and um, focus on 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 playing for New South Wales. Um, mm. it, yeah, they just didn't play to their potential. Um, I put them and the Panthers at, uh, ahead of the rest of the NRL last week. But if they continue to let games like this slide, um, I might have to revoke that. But who was your player? Uh, I'm, agree I'm I'm in agreement with Jacko. I, I went with Dylan Brown. Uh, I thought he's he's been going quite well, but this week in particular, really good, dangerous every time he had the ball. Um, yep, I really liked what he put out. Yeah, and you spoiled it already, but I went with the flat track bully, Mitch Moses. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they scored six tries. He set four of them up. 
um, didn't miss a kick at the tee. Um, just a great effort um, from him. You know, it, it's he, he'll give you one of these every couple of months. So good to see it this this month. So um, we'll move on to the next one before his family starts harassing me in the chat. Um, yeah. Game on Saturday, Knights um, losing to the Sharks, twenty six to six. Yep, four tries to one. William Kennedy, Ronaldo Mulatalo, Connor Tracy, and Royce Hunt. One try for the Knights, Kalen Ponga. Um, what do you make of that one, Brad? Yeah, um, Sharks look back on track with a dominant display here, I thought. Um, their attack looked back to being crisp, and they kept the Knights quiet, um, heading in the right direction again for them. What about you? Yeah, it was never in doubt for me. I Three tries to one in the first half and then a further try in the second. Really strong defensively, only letting the one try through. So I just thought it was an easy two points. Another night out for the Sharks. Yeah, and your thoughts on the Knights? I didn't think it was their best day at the office, particularly seeing what they can produce when they played the Titans recently and run up a good score there. So um, this was back to their their not-so-best and um, at home, um, they're away from home to the Sharks, but it's just, yeah, back to the drawing board. I think it was, it just, they never looked likely. No. Um, yeah. I thought they just looked out of sorts, not communicating as a, a unit and having their million dollar player forget how to count the five. Oh, that was um, so funny. Wasn't, wasn't a good look. Um, <laughs> you know, too many um, head knocks. Too many head knocks. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look good. It was amateurish there. You know, it happens, I guess, but. You don't really want your, you know, the guy that you're paying all your salary cap to to make mistakes like that. The funniest um, and, part about it, the funniest part about it was he was given his dummy half a spray yeah. at the same time, and then he just forgot what tackle he was on. It's like, give yeah, me half a spray. He got up and went home. Um, but, yeah, Adam O'Brien, he's made some changes this week, um, but I feel like he's running out of time and ideas. Um, like Jacko said, yeah, he must be coming under pressure. Uh, I think his, his days could be numbered if they don't um, do something. Um, but your player that stood out? No, I knew you'd put your lover boy Hines, so I I went Will Kennedy. I think he was outstanding at the back as well. Um, got a try, always involved, dangerous, dangerous every time. So yeah, and um, yeah, I went with Hines. Um, yeah, when when he's on fire, so are the Sharks. So great performance. Yeah. Watch he's that awesome. Daly come. Um, next game. Probably the, the best game of the week, in my opinion. Um, Tigers defeating the Cowboys 66-18. to 18. So um, I'll have a break while you have to run off oh, the uh, tries in this one. I really don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> 11 tries to three. Stefano Utuakamanu, Utu Junior Tupo, David Norfoluma, Jareen Buller, Funor Pole, Junior Tupo, Stafford Tour times two, Joe Offa and Galway, David Norfoluma, and John Bateman. One of the 11 tries. Three tries for the Cowboys, Kyle Felt, Luciano Lelua, and Ruben Cotter. What a hiding. What an absolute bath. Yeah. Um, if anyone predicted a scoreline like this, they um, they don't know rugby league. This should never have happened, but I'm bloody glad that it did. Um, it was an amazing effort from the Tigers. They started early, and they just never looked like stopping. Um, they looked yeah, head and shoulders above the Cowboys. Attack was on point against paper thin defense, and they refused to be dragged into a slog. You know how sometimes one team's better than the other, and you kind of get dragged down to the 
the worst team's level. Um, love to see it, and hopefully there's more wins in their future um, to, to keep them above that wooden spoon area. But um, what was your take on the Tigers? It was an amazing effort from the Tigers. Um, at 24-6 at halftime, I thought that was scarcely believable, but it only got better for them in the second half where they were almost scoring at will. I thought it was a really great way to celebrate Luke Brooks' 200th game as well. Give him a shout there. Yeah, and um, like Jacko said, um, Sheens gave the bunker a spray after the game. Um, so it's good to see it, not just the refs spraying um, when they lose. You know, Sheens puts on, you know, an amazing score and he's still complaining about the refs. So Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Six, six points in one game, 136 points in the other 10. I mean, that's just, yeah, this is insane. Come out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And your take on the Cowboys, Richie? Uh, obviously, this is a new low for the Cowboys this season. We just started giving them some praise, saying maybe they were on their way back up. Um, extremely worrying signs on defence. Uh, Val Holmes will want to forget the, the absolute bath that he got from Stafford Tour. He mm. uh, just couldn't contain him. Yeah, dark days for the Cowboys. Um, I don't know what happened here. They just didn't show up. Um, they have more than enough talent and a good coach, so I don't know why they've fallen from grace. I know um, Mikey mentioned Leilua was good. Yeah, I thought he was good, you know, after having been out for so long. Um, thought he kind of came back and hit the ground running. But, yeah, it's not a good look from the Cowboys here. Um, your player to stand out. I think we're going the same way here, but Stafford Tour. Yeah. Uh, very hard to ignore what, what he produced. I, I can't seem to remember too many people getting the best of Val to that extent. Um, that that right-hand side for the Tigers had a field day. Yeah, I went with Stafford as well. Um, I thought he, he's been good the last couple of weeks, but, yeah, this was really his his um, his statement game, I guess you could say. Mm. He just had a yeah, fantastic performance. Um, mm. Congrats. And um, it, we'll talk about it in the latter later, but this made me a very happy man, this performance. Um, so we'll go on to the next game, Storm defeating the Dolphins 24-16. Yep, four tries to three for the Storm. Will Warbrick, Cameron Munster, Ali Kartor, Remus Smith. 
three tries for the Dolphins, Jermaine Asako with two, and Cody Nakarima grabbing the third. Yeah, so uh, I thought this was a solid effort from the Storm. They've been very patchy this year, um, but I thought this was a hard-earned win with some nice solo performances. Um, it's taking time, but I think the Storm side is still one of the top dogs in the inner route. Um, what was your take on the Storm? Yeah, I thought they were very dominant in the in the first half, going into the sheds, leading 24-6. to six. Uh, For whatever reason, no further points in the second half. Um, but thankfully for the Storm, they did enough damage in the first half to get the job done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your thought on the Dolphins? Uh, just thought that it was a good second half effort from them. Um, they've shown time and again this year, even if they lose, they, they never lie down and take defeat, defeat without a fight. So it was much of the same here. Yeah, I got that too. I, I've got um, Dolphins showed um, hard again, attempting another comeback victory, um, but left their run a little late. I thought they played well and were just beaten by a better side. If Kafusi didn't get sent to the bin in the first minute, maybe they would have started better and we'd be talking about a Finns win. But um, who was a good player? Um, I, I really like what Couture did. I think uh, I know you got, you were going to go his way, so I, I went Jerome Hughes. I thought a number of their big players also were really good, including Hughes, Munster, Um you know, their spine always goes really well, but Jerome Hughes had some nice touches, so I went his way. Yeah, I went with Katoa. I thought it was a great game from him. He kind of needed it after his faux pas the other week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I thought he, he was really dominating um, out on his edge. And then, unfortunately, he got injured. I think he, he would have gone up another level if he stayed on. But, yeah, mm. great effort. And um, we kind of all predicted a bit of growth and him as a player um, when he left the Warriors, and I think we we are seeing that this year. Um, but yeah, fantastic for for him to be doing well. Um, first game on Sunday, Titans losing to the Bulldogs twenty to eighteen. Yes, and it was four tries to three for the Bulldogs: Jake Averillo, Josh Adokar, Jacob Carras, and Jaden Ockenbor with the game with the game winner. Three tries for the Titans, David Fafita, Joe Stimson, and Philip Sammy. Yeah, uh, less than stellar first half, um, but the Bulldogs showed fight and had some nice attacking structure to get back into the match. Um, and then um, the cool heads um, to nail the win in the final stages. Um, there's still a work in progress, but I think um, at, at least you know they're going to compete. Um, but your take on the doggies? I thought it was a fantastic second half fight back from them. They outscored the Titans four tries to one in the second half. Uh, I'm just really happy for the Dogs. They've been pretty luckless this year uh, with injuries and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy they were, they were able to close out the game. Yeah, and your take on the Titans? I'll sum it up really briefly. Very st stereotypical Titans performance. Yeah, okay. I'll elaborate a bit more. I, I've done the same, but I've elaborated. So, yeah, they faded again. Um, you know, they started strong, died in the second half. Uh, so I think we can add a lack of mental toughness to the negative traits they have this year, alongside the poor defense, which we saw again. Um, the game isn't all about scoring tries, and until they learn that, um, the Titans are going to be sitting comfortably outside the eight. Um, your player? I went Matty Burton. Um Three try assists, line break, couple offloads, 
um, multiple tackle busts. So I thought he had a strong one. Yeah, I went with Tavita Pangai Jr. Um, thought he was um, really dominant out there. We talked before the show. It was probably one of the best games he's played in a while, but there were still two or three moments in there where he did something really stupid, um, which you're always going to get with him. But in this game, the good outweighed the bad. And I thought it was, yeah, a great performance from him and made his call to origin a bit more understandable if he can play like that. So mm. um, that takes us to the last game of the round. Manly defeating the Raiders 42-14. Yep, last year's Brad would have been very happy with this game. He was a Manly lover last year, if you'll remember. Uh, eight tries to two. Tommy Turbo grabbed two. He, he he came back well this weekend. Brad Parker, he got three. Excuse Tommy. me, Tom got, yeah. Tommy got three. Brad Parker, Ruben Garrick, Josh Schuster, Jason Saab, and Ben Condon with the tri scores for Manly, two tries for the Raiders, Elliot Whitehead and Mariotta will grab the other one. Apologies, Simon, this probably wasn't great viewing for you. Yeah, so my thoughts on Manly. Um, Seagulls pulled a rabbit out of their hat here with a massive performance that we didn't see coming. Um, we've demanded more effort from their stars, Richie, and we saw yeah. it here, I thought. Um, it may be the shot in the arm this club needs to get their season back on track. We just have to see if they can do this um, without some of the, you know, two Travojevic is out of three are injured now. We've got Origin coming up. You know, can they build on this performance or not? But what was your take on Manly? Uh, kind of out of the blue, we, we saw the best version of Manly and the best the best from Turbo So that we've seen so far this year as well. Um, when he's on form... They're a completely different animal when he's on form. So I've <laughs> I've given him a bit of rubbish the past couple of weeks because he just hasn't looked himself and then he's come out here and, and got a hat trick. So credit to him, just in time for Origin. Yeah, and your take on the Raiders? I didn't see it coming. Um, they've been on a good winning streak. Uh, they normally play really well at home, so not the best result in front of their home crowd. No, yeah, I see. Uh, the Raiders, I thought they did battle, but they just weren't allowed into the contest. Um, they struggled to do much with the limited chances they had. Hard to lose this big at home, but um, nothing was stopping Manly here. Yeah. Um, your your player? Tommy Turbo. Third week in a row. Third this week time in a row. For a, this this time for a positive reason, not, not a negative. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went with Turbo as well. It was a wind back to when he was at his best. Um, yeah. Not sure if it's a one-off or if it means he's back or not, but hopefully, I'm a big fan of, of Tommy when he's not wearing a, a blue jersey. Um, yeah. So yeah, hopefully it's signs of things to come. But that was the round. Easy. And I see Jacko's throwing hate Simon's way for being a Raiders fan. Come on, Jacko. Uh, <laughs> but um, so we'll bring up um, which one you want to do the latter. All right. Um, you do top eight this week because I did it last week. Did you? Okay, I'll do it then. Penrith in first now. They've gone up to first. Rabbitohs now dropped to second. Cronulla are in third. The Broncos have dropped down to fourth. Melbourne sitting in fifth. All of those five teams are on 16 points, so only points differential um, putting those five teams in, in order. The Dolphins coming in at sixth. The Warriors at seventh. And the Raiders round out the top eight. Yep. And then uh, the, the rubbish teams, we've got Manly at ninth, 
Uh, the Titans at 10th, Roosters at 11th, Knights 12th, Eels 13th, Cowboys 14th, Bulldogs 15th, Tigers have gone up to 16th, Richie, which yep. means that the Mighty Dragons are dead last. You're loving that, aren't you? I am. It's what I predicted, and it's hopefully it stays that way. But um, in all seriousness, this ladder is still super tight. Like you said, the uh, first five teams all on the same amount of points, and then six, six to eight all on fourteen, and then ninth place only one point behind. So you know, a couple of wins here or there, and it all jumbles up. So mm. um, it's exciting. Um, as long as the Warriors keep playing well, they can stay in the hunt. But it it is one of those things where you. You know, a few losses get lumped together and you find yourself quickly out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. And then do you want to go to the picks there, Paul? We don't really have to. But, yeah, so not a great week. Um, Simon got three out of eight and is still leading the comp, 61 out of 96. I won the week um, with four out of eight, which, you know, 50% isn't great. Um <laughs> And I'm 55 out of 96. And then Richie, three out of eight um, at 54.96. So we've actually got a, a, a break between us now, Richie. The game you two got wrong was the Bulldogs Titans game. Because um, yeah, you're idiots. You don't know what you're talking about. And then, yeah, as Paul shows our multi that we did, it was not a good week. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, diabolical. Paul. The multi um, wasn't even at 50%. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're, just, you're just throwing my money away, aren't you guys? Gee, yeah, yeah nothing. Love gambling someone else's money. I, I feel yeah. no no shame getting best. it wrong. Um, but yeah, so that's our picks. Hopefully, we're a bit more on the ball this week, Richie. There's less games to pick, so it should be a bit easier. Um, hopefully, should be, should um, be. So, so we'll go to questions. Were there any questions from anyone, Paul, or? Um, not in the chat, actually. Um, the um, but one from me though. Um, we're now um, just about halfway through, or nearly halfway through the season. We've played. Uh, I mean, some of the teams have played twelve games. It's a fourteen-game season, so we're nearly halfway. Um, one of the things we've been talking about in previous seasons is where is the cutoff of teams that can make the top eight? Are we are we at that stage yet that you can actually put a cut off in where you think these teams are, are done, or um, where, where do you think that cut off is? I don't, I don't think we've. I've we're not oh, there yeah. yet. Yeah. I'd say Tigers and Dragons are the only ones you can effectively rule out completely. Um, it's just, just so tight this year. Yeah. There's like, um, you look at the the Cowboy, uh, the, the Bulldogs are on 10 points. That's only two wins behind um, the Warriors right now. Um, sure, but they've, 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 um, they've only won five games and lost seven, so... Um, you just need a couple of wins and it all changes around. And they've got a couple more buys in the bag to, to give them some more points. Um, it, it's hard to say. Um, there's some teams in that bottom bottom line that could make it make a run, but same token, they they could also fall apart. It's still really hard to tell. I think we need to wait until there's a bit more of a, a dominant space. Okay, so, so the cutoff at the moment is, is, is 16th. So 16th and 17th. Just those yeah. two teams saying will not be in the top eight. And that's just based on, out. yeah, my hatred for the Dragons, and I don't see the Tigers going on a, a run. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, cool. and yeah, Jacko said bottom four is probably done, but still some slight hope. Yeah, I think like Cowboys Bulldogs, if they sort their their crap out, they might do something. But they've got to do it now. Not they can't be you know hoping for an improved form in like a month. It needs to be now. Yeah, I'm looking. So looking at uh, over on the, the, the Aussies um, or the NRL's official table, and they've got the odds here for grand finals champions. I um, mean, you've got the Cowboys at 126 dollars. Um, the Knights, $151. But amazingly, the Roosters, $20 to win the grand final still. Um, and uh, the Eels, $23. Whereas you've got the, the Warriors, $51. Dolphins, $41. Who are in the top Lock, eight? So those Lock two teams, Lock those two teams Warriors. Um, the, uh, the Roosters and the um, and the Eels, clearly the bet, the bet mate, the um, bookies think, uh, are still off, obviously with a chance of making that top eight realistically Lock as well. Look at him, Warriors Doggies final, battle of the coaches. Um, <laughs> put, 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 put your money on it, Paul. Um, I got buy it. Okay, so that if that was all the questions, we'll go into ours, Richie. Yeah. Um, go with yours first. Uh, where do you see Chanel Harris Tavita fitting into our lineup next year? And do you expect him to thrive in the new Warriors environment? See, Jacko doesn't get my humor. Come on, Jacko. Um, where do I see him fitting? I'm really not sure. I think at the moment, utility. Um, it all depends on how the dominoes fall. You know, if if Sean Johnson um, stays on, he's definitely number seven. And then I would still have Tamari Martin at six over anyone else they've got there um, at the moment. But Chanel, I think, could be a great... I'd say a great 14, but you've got Dylan Walker who does that. So it's really, um, I don't know. I don't know about where I'd put him. I'm sure he's going to be great wherever they do it, but I talked about it and got rubbished. Um, Talk about it. I won't rubbish you. Go on. Um, His last year, uh, we didn't know it was his last year at the time, but at the start of that season, I put a thing out. I think it was on the 1st of January. It was like my first post for the new year. I said to make him a lock. I thought a ball-playing lock would suit him, put a little bit of um, beef on his bones, and I thought that was a way to keep him in the team um, when he wasn't really getting um, a good shot in the halves. I could still see that potentially. That We keep saying the, the Warriors need to sign a prop, but they don't seem to be doing it. So maybe they move Tohu up and you could bring Chanel in. I don't know. Um, that's why I sit here and talk to you instead of get paid by the Warriors to be a coach. <laughs> yeah. um, but what about you? What would you do? And do I think he's, oh, sorry, do I think he's going to thrive? I think everyone's thriving. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think he will. Uh, yeah, I'm much like you. I'm not too sure where he fits. I'm just happy um, depth-wise because, as we've seen this year, injuries hit hard. They've hit multiple teams really hard, including us. And when you sometimes in the halves and other positions, you're getting down to your third and fourth choice. So um, I just expect him to fit into the environment well, and, and hopefully, whenever he's called upon, he he goes hard. Yeah. And uh, my question for you: the Warriors have made a few recent signings, which we just talked about. And while we're still waiting on the news on SJ, what player or position would you like the Warriors to sign now? Mm, you talked about maybe needing a prop. Or moving Tohu to prop, I I would quite like to fill a prop role 
so we don't have to move Tohu. I love Tohu doing what he does at lock. I am. I am still available. Up. Yeah, I'm available and I'm cheap. So we'll get Webby to give you a ring. Um, but yeah, um, if anybody, a prop of some description. Uh, I joked around about Water Moo Greg earlier, and we know that's not likely, but a pipe dream, something like that, uh, a meter eater, a big, big bopper that'll that'll bend the line, so to speak. But at the same time, I'm I'm quite content with what we've got now with a couple of additions, uh, Roger and Chanel on top of that. Um, I really like the pathways we're putting in place, so I really wouldn't mind sitting back with what we've got now and, and just further developing the youngsters coming through. Our New South Wales Cup's going really well. Um, keep bringing up these guys like Sifakula. Um Yeah, I'd be happy enough with that. Yeah, um, Jacko's kind of got my thoughts. Um, I think they need an, another experienced front rower. Um, you know, they're doing well now, but as he says, if Adam Fanua Blake goes down, um, the hole's huge. If Fanua Blake, that's a massive loss. So to have another player in there, I who that is, I don't know. Like yeah, I this... when I heard when I heard the news about Joe Offhand Gowie, I would have liked him. He's not that experienced front rower. Yeah. But I think he's a capable player. But you know, there's not a lot of big ones that are out there at that's... the moment. That's what, just what I was going to say. I, While I agree, it'd be good to get an experienced front row, particularly a good one. It's it's who is out there and who would be willing to come here. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be more – that's why I'm more leaning towards leaning on our development of, of the people coming up rather than um, hoping to get somebody decent. Yeah. I was hoping that it, it would have been great if Kepu didn't get injured this year so we could have had a whole year of New South Wales Cup to yeah. be ready to be brought up next year. But it is what it is. So um, that was the question. So we may as well go into round 13, um, starting with our, our little breakdown of the Warriors game. Um, yep. So I'll let you read off the, the Warriors lineup. Yep, it is Chance at fullback, Dallin Martinez lesniak and... Marcelo Montoya on the wings, Rocco Berry and Adam Pompey uh, centres. Luke Metcalf is in for a Warriors debut at, at standoff. Sean Johnson is the halfback. Front row of Adam Fenor Blake, Bunty Arfua, Freddie Lusick. Back row of Jackson Ford, Maratini Kore, and Tohu Harris. Interchange bench, Bailey Serena, Josh Curran, Dimitri Sifakula, and Tom Ali. Yeah, and then for the, the baby Broncos, um, we've got Tristan Saylor at fullback, um, wings of Jesse Arthurs and Dean Mariner, halves of Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth, um, halves, Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds. So not a bad backline, um, considering the players they've got out. Um, forwards are kind of where they're hit a bit. Um, we've got Kenan Palacia, Billy Walters and Corey Jensen in the front row, Kurt Capewell and Jordan Rickey. Second row and Kobe Hetherington at 13. Then we've got Corey Pack, Xavier Willingson, Brendan Piacora, and Martin. How do they say his last name now? Tabayu? It, it depends how you ask, and a lot of people get it wrong. You're Samoan, <laughs> so you say it. <laughs> Just go with the classic old school uh, Marty Tapao. <laughs> Marty Tapao. I apologize. I, I always get his last name no, pronounced yeah, wrong now. It, it depends who you ask, mate. I am learning. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
it's still a good team, the Broncos. I think they're they're missing a lot of outs though. Um, I think I've picked the Warriors in this game. Um, I think that game in Napier is going to be crazy. We're both going, um, which will be great. Um, it's a sellout there, but I just don't think um, without Carrigan and Haas in the middle, I think they're going to struggle. But I don't know. What about you? I hope they're going to struggle. Um... It's a long way to <laughs> I, drive to see them play the Warriors play badly. So I, it is, and I know too many Broncos fans personally who who are going to give it to me if we, if we lose. But I think we'll win. I think I think the um, the players Broncos are missing are really big big names, and and coming over here to a cold uh, Hawks Bay evening. Hopefully, it's enough to get us the result. And we're undefeated as Warriors um, whenever I have to do a massive drive to go to a game. So, I like those odds. Yeah. And um, so you're going Warriors in Richie? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Simon slash Paul? Yeah, also going Warriors. I think this is a, um, it's a, this can be a really good thing for, for them down. They obviously had a really shit time recently with all the weather yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Hopefully this has helped. Uh, comes a bit of a party for that and gives people a bit to uh, take their time, take their mind off things. Because uh, let's be honest, folks, uh, it's it's not back to normal down there by any stretch of the imagination. There's still a lot going on. So um, great to see that they managed to still put on the game and take the game down to them. And say, obviously, been a, a shit time down there. Yeah. And before we move on, um, I'm just going on the old Facebooks. Got to check my messages and stuff. Um, there's um, Worries Anonymous, another show that Paul loves us plugging on our show. Um, they're, are, they're arranging like a, a fan get together before um, the game in Napier. It's at the station bar and bistro. Um, I think they've said um, between four and six thirty at uh, it's at one five four Station Street Road. So if you go into the game in Napier and you want to catch up with um, Warriors and Honest guys. I think Warrior Holics going as well. Um, me and Richie will be there because there's alcohol there. Um, drink responsibly. So drink responsibly. Um, I'm driving home that night, I think. So, yes. Um, <laughs> so, you're, you're driving yeah. back to Auckland after the game, straight after the game? No, I'm driving back to Morrinsville to visit my mother. So, oh. um, it's only like a four hour drive from Napier. It's not too bad. So, so are you um, are you are you all you you uh, the uh, sort of podcasters getting together and doing a live pod in the bar? <laughs> no, Actually, I don't think so. Go on, Brad. Bar and, uh, do it. Do like, um, I I don't just join anybody, or it has to be a special caliber to have me on the show. Um, <laughs> Brad's in they, demand. <laughs> they can they can contact my agent, and we'll see what if we can get it working. Um, but yeah, if you're down there, it, it sounds like it'll be a a good thing to go to um be yeah i'm really looking forward to it um yeah should be a great game i know it's a sellout and um yeah as paul said um they've had a lot of struggles so hopefully when you're down there spend some money um help them out and um yeah i don't know we may as well move on to the rest of the round because i'm waffling <laughs> um okay nice so bread. it's a short round um with a lot of teams getting buys, but first game, we got Dolphins Dragons. Um, I've gone with the Dolphins because they're playing the Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm with them. I'm going Dolphins. 
I'm not going to catch Simon, um, Paul, so I may as well just hate pick against the Dragons for the rest of the year. Dragons no Ben Hunt too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, go, go with the Dolphins. Uh, they're they're going to sink the Dragons, absolutely. Dolphins. Yep. Yeah. Next game. The wonderful story of this season. And, yeah. Uh, may continue. And then uh, next game on Friday, we've got the Eels versus Cowboys. Um, I've gone with the Eels. I just think you're a brave man to pick the Cowboys right now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's with their full squad. You take away Val Holmes and Cotter and, and some important players, it's even worse. So, Eels. Yeah, look, third versus um, fourth, or fourth fourth versus third in, from the um, table from last year. Um, now, obviously, both teams not having a great season, but uh, got to go with the Eels. At home, yeah, um, and uh, the TAB agrees at a dollar seventeen. Yeah, and then the next game was Warriors Broncos. We all picked Warriors on that. Um, so the the uh, second game on Saturday, we got Rabbitohs Raiders. I've gone with Rabbits. It was hard. Um, they've got a few key players out, but I think they should get the job done against the Raiders. Yeah, I went Rabbitohs. I think they still have enough key players that that will still be there. To, yeah, um, still got Cody. Still got Cody. Cook didn't make the Origin squad, did he? So no, he didn't. Cookie will still be there. Uh, they'll have enough. Two two teams in good form, and the Rabbits uh, four from uh, four wins and a loss from the last five, and Raiders three wins and a, and a loss from the last four. So it should be a, should be a cracker. Um, I can't back my big green machine. I'm afraid, got to get Rabbits. It's disgraceful, Simon, picking against your team. I know. Traitor, traitor. <laughs> and then the last game, we've got Knights Seagulls. Um, I've gone with the Knights. I think Seagulls, you know, they've lost some sting um, out of their team due to origin. And um, Knights moving Ponga back to fullback where he should have always been. Um, yeah, I think they'll they'll do it. And it's always hard in Newcastle. Um, so go home team advantage. Yeah. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> the Knights. I've got Knights. They, yeah. They, they should <laughs> I need time to go for a pee between between the Bruin show. Ponga will have a point to prove. I think Knights will get that. Yeah, yeah, and we're all, we're all going for the same teams this week. Yeah, um, so, for the Knights, which um, considering multi. the Knights on a dollar thirty-four um, favourites, and yet the Knights are twelfth in the table against the Eagles Knight. So I mean, they're, they're behind them in the table, and yet they're strong favourites. That's, uh, it's just yeah. due to origin. There no Tommy Turbo, no Dale Cherry Evans. You know, Manley's all their stars are basically gone. So yeah, that's what happens. But yeah, and then obviously Bulldogs, Panthers, Roosters, Sharks, Storm, Titans, and Tigers all have a bye. Um, which means hopefully, if the Dolphins win um, and beat the Dragons, then the Tigers get a gap on the ladder and keep the Dragons at Wooden Spoon territory. So. It's all 40 chess with me, thinking about what's going to happen to the Dragons. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's the round. So that's um, we all agreed on every game, Paul. So that's uh, Yeah, so, I mean, five, obviously this multi is a uh, is, is an absolute five, dead cert. Um, a five-game multi. Yeah. Um, um, so, um, and uh, so, yeah, the multi is there. Uh, $2 brings back $11.42. Uh, if this uh, if this goes ahead, and that's obviously you taking all of the favourites, yeah, um, and our, our, our track record um, surely means that we're going to get this one. Well, uh, I, as I said pre-show, there's less games, so there's more chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
um, spoiler for whenever it happens, um, our show title when we get a multi will be we we got the multi or something of that nature. <laughs> um, when it finally happens, but yeah, so that's NRL talk. I know Jacko will want to disappear because we're about to talk about Super League before we sign off. But um, cheers for joining us again, Jacko. Um, I'm sure we'll see you on Ruin Hammer show later on. But um, Super League, we had the Challenge Cup, Richie. Um, yep. So we've got a, a fair swag of games to get through here. Um, so we've now got quarterfinals set up, but before that we had St. Helens defeat Halifax 26 to 6. Um, Lee defeated Wakefield. Poor Wakefield still can't win even in Challenge Cup, Richie. Um, yep. 40 to 12. Um, Hull KR defeated Batley 50 0. Um, Wigan just beat Leeds, um, 18 to 14. Uh, what a draw in the Challenge Cup. Wigan has to play Leeds and St. Helens plays Halifax. Um, Warrington defeated Catalan, 16 to 14. Salford defeated Uddersfield, 42 40. Hull FC defeated Castleford, 32 8. And then York defeated London, 36 12. Um, which means the quarterfinals are now Hull KR versus Salford, York versus Lee. Wigan versus Warrington and Hull FC versus St. Helens. Mm. Uh, so some big bopping um, games there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I did have how you see what the um, the semis and that would be, but um, we'll get to that later when it happens. Um, anything you want to say on the Challenge Cup? I'm sure you watched all of it. No, I definitely didn't. Um, I kind of wish I watched that Southford Uddersfield game, 42-40. I... Mm. I didn't catch that, but I kind of wish I did. That looks like it would have been an entertaining one. Happy for Wigan, as always, whenever they get up over Leeds. Yeah, definitely. And then um, we go back to Super League now. Um, yeah, oh, there we go. And Simon said, teams event to be drawn through a ball. Um, and then we've got round 13 for Super League. Hull KR versus Wigan. Catalans versus Wakefield. So Wakefield most likely going to lose again. Richie still haven't got that, that first win. Um, Uddersfield versus Castleford, Leeds versus St. Helens, Lee versus Warrington, and Salford versus Hull FC. Um, yeah, and Simon said, unfortunately, there was no broadcast for the games in New Zealand, um, but he did watch a few of the games on um, a European streaming app that he has here. So, um, but weird that they're, they're not really showing them love. I guess it's not worth it for the time difference, I guess, Richie, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But um, anything else you want to add before we sign off? This is like we we're only just over an hour. I can't believe this. See, uh, yeah, this is this is foreign territory for us. Don't yeah, know what to do now. Having to go on something else's show is done to you, right? Yeah. Don't make our Paul's channel now. Oh dear. Paul, Paul's <laughs> going to arrange to have us on um, shows every every Wednesday night to make sure we keep concise. I think, in fairness, I think um, having less games to preview helps. Yeah. Um, so we'll see a shorter one next week too, I promise, Paul, with only a few games to review. It's also, um, it's, it's also been a quiet news week as well. Yeah. Um, so I think this this is kind of a bit like the uh, the quiet before the um, before the origin storm, isn't it? I think everyone, everyone's taking yeah. a quick breather, and we'll hear lots of stories in the run up to the uh, to the uh, uh, to origin, uh, which is what next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have half the Broncos yeah. team arrested in Napier, and that'll be all our news story next week. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably the only reason Billy Slater picked Reese Walsh because he knew he'd get in trouble if he came to New Zealand. Um, 
And I see, uh, before we go, Paul, I, I see Simon's asked you a question about your union show. We plug every other show on the planet. Do you want to plug your one as well? Oh, look, I've just been busy. Sorry, folks. I'll try and get back to it. Uh, yeah, life, unfortunately, just getting in the way. No commitment. Putting putting other things in front of the show. It's, it's I just don't know, Paul. I can't even look <laughs> at you right now. Um, and yeah, Simon said it will be interesting um, with the origin of Adelaide. I think I saw some stat that... Um, Queensland are like undefeated in Adelaide or something. I, that may be wrong. It was some stat. And then um, another stat was whoever wins game one, if game one's played neutral. in a location, in a neutral area, takes out the season. Yeah. Um, or it takes out the series, I should say. So hopefully um, we'll we'll see Queensland win that one, Richie, so we can talk about it. Hopefully not. <laughs> but um, that's it. Anything else you want to add, Richie? No, thanks everybody for the chat. Um, if you want to come watch Rue and Hammer, Paul, oh, we'll be sure to plug the standoff on on their show. Um, it works both ways. But yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank we do. We 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 will we will do that. And thanks for your work in the background, Paul, making yeah. us making us look better than what we are. Hundred percent. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight on the standoff of Brandon Ritchie. For your weekly update on Rugby League, tune into our show next week at 8 p.m. here on Facebook or at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all those places. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. Cheers for joining me again, Ritchie, and cheers for everything you do in the background, Paul. And good night, everyone.